The following tone is a reference tone of 700 hertz. The remainder of the tones are recorded at this level with the exception of the last tone, which is a reference tone at operating level. Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. That's right, Paul Kelly. Welcome, folks, to episode 210 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. 210 episodes. That equals roughly... 210 hours, 200 hours, something like that. That's how many. Yeah, I don't know that we give them a full hour every time. We've gone no. over a few times. Definitely the soccer season keeps them about 30 the to Trivia questions minutes. you think we've gone through at this point with 210 uh, episodes. Uh, I would say we average two per person per category. So that's four categories, 8, 16, 16 times 210. Is it around 3,400? Holy moly. That's a lot of trivia, folks. If you go back and listen to every episode of this show, you will have a lot of trivia. But we are going to dive right into it, Nick. We've talked about this fruit for a while, about its various history, about the fact that it's been used as like a I almost made a bad rental. Um, and with, I'm just going to ask you this. Within three months, how long does it take to grow a pineapple? 
I would say it takes some time, but you're giving me within three months. Within three months. So that is in itself a long time. I don't think it takes a year. If I guess six, if I guess nine months, it covers from six months to twelve months. So I'm gonna go nine months. Twenty-four to thirty-six months wow. to grow a pineapple. Almost Jeez. three years in some cases. And I can get one for two ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> that thing started growing for you. And then, it, and like, it doesn't it have to get shipped from halfway around the world, or they grow those in Mexico now. I guess they I probably guess. grow them. In I Mexico. mean, I just know that, like, when Do they I grow read them that, in I was Texas. Like, well, that obviously is why it used to cost a small fortune. That's why to make it's on the trophy at Wimbledon. That's right. It's fancy, fancy 36 pineapples, folks. Thirty-six months, months to grow a pineapple, and only minutes to eat one. The That's acid, though. Oh, my God. The acid that that thing has. Is... Well, the, thing, the, the key to the pineapple is to not eat it right when you buy it. No, you let must it... let that thing sit on your counter for a week. Right. And then you, when you pull the top, those things at the top, yeah. and they pull out easily, yeah. that's when it's right. That's when it's good. Yeah. Right. Never buy a pineapple the day you want to eat it. No. Big mistake. No. All right. We've got auctions this week in the general knowledge round for you, Drew. One thing I love when the economy is good. Rich people blowing money on, on dumb, dumb stuff. stuff. Yes. And I don't know why I'm fascinated it just, it just by makes it. You, it just makes you feel show. worse about capitalism. But. <laughs> it makes you feel worse about it. Just trying to grind out, like, you know, do I, what do I want to go to dinner tonight? Well, I want to have a, I wanna have a, this, I have a sandwich or can I afford a real meal? Meanwhile, somebody's paying Jeff Bezos millions to go to space. Like 28 the, mil? The, 28 mil. He hits it right on the head. But that's not the trivia question. Oh, because I unfortunately. heard that. I heard, you, obviously, yeah. So somebody, we don't know who it is, they're not identified yet, they paid $28 million yeah, because they, to go to space. They don't want to take criticism for not feeding the homeless. Here's the trivia question. Okay, let's go. Over or under the distance we traveled to Red Bank last night, how far into space will this $28 million spender travel? Ooh. Over or under the distance we traveled to Red Bank so a hundred miles into space, you wouldn't be asking unless it was close. I'm gonna go over, but I'm gonna For say it's slightly twenty-eight million dollars. Jeff Bezos will drive you sixty-two miles <laughs> into space, <laughs> into space. <laughs> for twenty-eight million dollars. What is your problem? <laughs> 62 miles so up. So they're in a Buick class. I can look. <laughs> right. 62 miles. I can look up for free. Are you kidding me? I can see that far for free. I'm like 28 million. Does that get you to the moon? No. Apparently it gets you 60 miles up in the hemisphere. I wonder. Can you skydive out? Because that'd be good for humanity. There's, like an ar- there's an arbitrary like line 62 miles above the earth that I guess they consider space. And- this is a nice uh, transition question for that for you, Nick. Uh, what weighs more? All the humans on Earth or all the bovine on Earth? Okay. I don't think this is close. Well, when you're up there but in I'm space tr- for your 28 minutes and you're I, looking down on humanity, this is what you can contemplate. I don't think that there's anywhere near as much bovine on Earth as there is humans because I think there's a huge amount of humans that don't even... Get bovine. I think the bovine is left to the very, very fortunate Americans, and, and the rest of the world is not as interested in it. So, like, like even when you go to Europe, bovine is not 
that featured. So I imagine once you get to Africa, things like that. But all right, I'm just going to say humans. I don't think it's close. You're correct in that it's not close. But it's bovine? Double the weight of bovine wow. than all the humans combined. And that's why from an uh, environmental perspective, when people They're trying say, to sell like, me those garden burgers. Right. They're like, burgers. You have no idea the damage that raising cattle does to the environment because of the methane gas. Not only that, but just the sheer resources it takes to feed twice the How mass of every human. Six hundred and fifty billion tons, I think, of bovine. And there's like three hundred and fifty billion. Right, so we're worried about feeding the people. Right. But really, it's, it's we're the bovine. Feed, feeding the bovine. Yeah. Which we've the, created. Which we've we've made this thing happen. To, where gorgeous. They the problem is they get that beyond meat, and it's just like, why am I eating this disgusting meat? And it can't be good for you, and it doesn't even taste like meat. So the beyond like, meat. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't know, know what it is. I, I won't know. eat it. I know that people are like, Nobody oh, it tastes eat. exactly like a hamburger. Only and people I'm sure you. Only people that are advertising for Beyond Meat, if you actually ask a person, it's like, how was it? It was like, I ate a uh, garden burger. Yeah, like those black bean burgers. It was was like eating a falafel. You put mustard on it. It was like. It's not a hamburger. No. It's not filled the same void. I thought that was a good 50 50 because I was shocked when I saw that stat. I was like, well, of course. And that makes a lot of sense in terms of the people's complaints about the environment. I think just trying to take away all steak from people is a mistake. No. Figure out maybe a meal or Balance. two a week. Yeah. You know, have a steak maybe and a burger a week. You know, I eat more chicken than anything else, and I don't feel bad about killing chickens. I've looked into the, the eyes of a chicken. I've seen nothing. <laughs> it's but a scramble. It's, That's what's going on in the eyes of a chicken. It just knows what its <laughs> it purpose is. It is You know, I know people are going to be sending us pictures of their pet chickens and stuff. Good for you folks. Don't eat it. All right, I got a 50-50 auction house question for you here. Mm. What has sold for more money? The most expensive coin ever sold or the most expensive stamp ever sold? The upside-down plane stamp. Ah, oh, you know that stamp. Yeah. You know what it's called? I don't, but I know, I know of its existence. It is called the Inverted Jenny. The Inverted Jenny. And that is the most expensive American stamp ever sold. Oh, but not sold. the most expensive. There is a stamp called the uh, British Guinea One Cent Magnet. Or Magenta. Sorry, Magenta. That's the most expensive stamp. But the question, what is yeah. the most expensive? I'm going to go coin. You're right. Coin. Double, actually. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the most expensive coin, the U.S. Double Eagle from 1933, a $20 gold coin sold for $19 million. That's $18.9 million. insane. What are people spending their money on? What is wrong with you people? $19 million. You can't even go to space, houses though. For people. You can't even go 62 can't even miles go to space, space. For, that, for that thing. I'd rather have the double eagle coin. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's just absurd. And I figured it would be something like some like Roman or Greek coin, right. you know, like recovered. It's like, yeah, this is uh, King Midas's. <laughs> you know? Well, I think it's called the double eagle because they misprinted it and they yeah. double sided it. Right. And there was only like a couple made right. and there's right. only one left. Right. So, like, that's so it. So, there you and go. It's like this beautiful, like, Lady Liberty, you know. Like, Great, reprint them. All right, Let, let's move on to sports. I've got two of the best questions. Well, no, I take that back. One of them's not a great question. One of them's an average question. I got one of the best questions I've ever had for you. Okay, great. Okay, so I could start you off with that one, or we could build up to it. Build up to it. Okay, so I'll start you off with this one, Nick. If you can get the year, I'll give you the year, but I ask everybody else the, de- the decade. What decade did the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders make their debut? Well, I'm going to guess 1972. 
You got it right. Exactly right. Boom. 1972. When it comes to cheerleaders. Nick is a historian. I'm a historian. Yes. He didn't need the decade, folks. He got the year. <laughs> now, name them all. Well, there was Patty, and there was Wendy, and there was Margaret. Uh, school spirit. It's a good thing. Varsity spirit, I believe they call it, right? Yes. I like it. All right. Can you tell me the only pitcher with more RBIs than earned runs in a 10-start span? It's only happened once in Major League Baseball history. Yeah, Jacob the Grom. Jacob the Grom. <laughs> I, I saw that. He hit like a couple. He like banged them in, and they're like, dude created He's more He's got offenses. six RBIs He's, and five earned runs. He might be the best pitcher I've ever seen. I, I mean... I've seen right some, now, he's pretty locked in. I mean, I've I've seen been, some he's just having pitchers. one of those. He's having that year where right. he's throwing a hundred and one. That's the thing, man. I don't that know. Like, is devastating. Give me any single guy that you could think of. All the greats: Martinez, Pedro, or Pedro, Randy, Roger Clemens. I'm taking him against all of those guys. Well, Maybe he's at the top of his game, and, and that's like right what, now. When you see him in his space. This iteration. Like, the last couple of years, like, he's been the best pitcher I've ever seen. Yeah, and maybe the last four years he's been the best incredible. pitcher. Incredible. He's incredible. All right, so here's the doozy. And he right? hits. He rakes. Yeah, he rakes. He, he gets no run yeah, support. I like him. I mean, he's not like that. Shahoney? Shahoney, but, you know, <laughs> who is? Remember Brooks Kieschnick? was one of the first guys to do that. He went to University of Texas. He was a pitcher and a hitter. He played with the Brewers eventually in their, in their system and was a DH, but he could hit and pitch. Yeah, Shahoni should probably do this now that you mentioned it. Like, he's got to get there at some point. When he puts together 10 good starts, sure. maybe he'll give up 10 runs and 10 yeah. starts or and something. He can, and he can rake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can absolutely rake. Yeah. All right, so here's the question for you, Nick. And it's sort of your, I won't say wheelhouse, but like the year should really resonate with you. So I figure you got a fighting chance at this because it's a tough question to get. In 1986, what player became the first player in World Series history to be a designated hitter? With the initials DH. I got it. Dave Henderson. No. Oh. oh what a great guess. 86? Too. 86. Wasn't he a Red Sox? I feel like he was, but he wasn't that. Him? No. But man, you were all over a DH. Oh, he came right, 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 right to me. And I'm like, that, does that guy not oh, look like a DH? This, you'll know this name. You'll be like, oh my God, I haven't heard that name in forever. I heard, I saw that name. I was like, I love that name. I used to just love that name. All right, give me the question one more time before I... I mean, you nailed it exactly right. So 86? Guy, yeah, 86 team whose who's first DH to have the initials DH. So was it World Series or playoffs? Yeah, World Series. So it's a Met or a Red Sox? Correct. Pretty, I want to say Red Sox, but I'm going to I'm gonna look it up. And then I'll also confirm that Dave Henderson was not on that 86 team. I think he came before. Very possible. It's just yeah. that he just, when you said DH, right. it just Dave came just right to me. Right to you, yeah. Um, I love me some Dave Henderson back in the day. Who was the DH on that Red Sox team? Oh, you know what's crazy, bro? He did play for the Red Sox right? in 86. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. But, yeah. He's, but he's not the guy. Uh, they had man, two guys. That is... Oh, I was like, I got it. As soon as he said, I was like, I know it. I know exactly who it is. That dude looks like a DH that's, if I've ever seen that's one. so crazy, too. Um, How about that they had two guys with that those initials on the team? Who was the DH on that 86 Red Sox? He was a Met. Oh, he was a Met. The first DH was a Met. He was a Met, okay. Yeah, 86. All right. That's crazy because the Red Sox... Had a Dave Henderson 
too, but I guess this was the first one to hit it. So they had Ed Hearn, so that's not a DH. This guy played for the Mets from 83 to 86, then the Dodgers, <laughs> and then the Red Sox. Oh, boy. And he was an Astro start of his career. Well, I mean, that 86 Mets team is my all-time favorite team yep. in any sport. So, he so was, the fact he that there your, was a guy who was DH'd. your DH in the World Series because right. he never had a DH normally. Right, so I'm trying to think of those. There was the three games in Boston. Games three, four, and five. And I'm trying to think if I can identify anybody from... Oh, There's only one Hall of Famer on that 86 Mets team. Isn't that crazy? Gary Carter. Yeah, isn't that nuts? How's Keith Hernandez not in the Hall of Fame? How's, how's Dwight Gooden not in the Hall of Fame? Even Donald Strawberry. Donald I mean, Strawberry should be in the Hall of Fame. All those guys should be. You know what, what happened is they were right before the steroid era. Ray so, Knight. Remember Ray oh, Knight? Oh, of course. Ray Knight, round and third, man. Heading for home. Love it. Uh, boy. Boy, oh boy. How am I? This is really going to... Uh, I don't know. Give me the first name. All right. Danny. Danny. Danny, 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 Danny. Not ringing a bell. Danny Heap. Danny Heap. Dang it. Danny Heap. Danny Heap. Yep. So did that series series start off in New York? Yeah. Yeah, one and two were in New York. Three, four, and five in Boston. Six and seven in New York. So that, that that makes sense. So that's crazy, though. And and you did identify a Dave Henderson who played for the Red Sox <laughs> in that year. Because I'm like, if it's a Met, I would know it. He, he might have missed that record by literally a, a, an at-bat. How many Danny Heap at-bats did, did he have in the, in the 86 season for the Mets? Let's see. Danny Heap for the Mets. I mean, I, I'm going to give myself a little slack here. I was eight years old when this happened, but yeah. I still... I don't have Danny Heap memories. Oh, I remember Danny Heap. Man, that's a name. How do you not remember the name Danny Heap? If I had remembered it, I would have gotten that question right. All right, so let's see. What do you want? Baseball reference. Danny Heap in 1986 for the New York Mets. 227 plate appearances. That's a third of a season. I should have known it. So, he, uh, let's see. Yeah, probably 180 at-bats, right? Uh, one ninety-five. Yeah, yeah, that's a third of a season. Yeah. I should have, should have known. Three RBIs, five home runs. You know, wow. Limit, limited duty, limited duty. But still, still, no, no worries. All right, I thought it was a good one though. Yeah, right. it's a good one, man. It's a good one. All right, you got anything left in sports before we move on to geography, history? Yeah, or? I got one for you. Okay. Ten. This is like I'm handing you ten points, but can you get the, the bonus? 20. Yeah, love those. Top ten scorers in the NBA all time. Name the two active players. The LeBron is the gimme gimme. You just got your free 10, but can you get the bonus against the field? The question becomes, is it Kevin Durant? Is it... uh... This doesn't play enough. I'm looking away, folks. I'm looking away. I don't want him to read my eyes. (laughs) I say Kevin Durant. The reason I asked this question is because when I saw this list, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This guy is number 10 all time. I was like... It like, wouldn't I, be Kevin Durant. I, that was I, I thought that was... I'm like, wait, this guy's going to go to the Hall of Fame? Like, what? 
Oh. Won a championship with Syracuse. Carmelo Anthony? He's number 10 no. all time. He's active? Yeah. He plays with the Portland Trailblazers. Oh. He was in the postseason. Good for him. Yeah. I thought he retired. Yeah, first round and out. I mean, that's his... That is, uh, yeah, that that's about sense. right for he's him. Yeah. The Hall of Fame. yeah, he's number 10 all time. Number 10 that's all insane. time yeah, in points. score, man. Can't defend to save his life. No. Nah. score. Puts up 20 without winning a playoff series like nobody I've ever seen. But so surprised he's still playing. Yeah. Um, I do know he's starting to get uh, a Travis Henry reputation because he's got Does three, he really? three kids from two different women. Oh, he's got a long way to go. While he was still married to the one that he's now getting divorced from. So he was he was going out there and... Uh, what was her name? Lala. That's it. Good name. But yep. So he's got three kids with two different women that aren't his wife. Right, while he was still married. How many kids with the wife? I don't know. Still got a long way to go. Probably. All right, uh, let's move to geography, history. What do you got? I'm putting this in geography, history, because it's my show and I get to do what I want. But you can argue that this doesn't belong here. But I thought it did, because, you know, road trips, it's geography. It's part of Americana, right? I like it, yeah. I like any Americana thing part of it. There are five states with no cracker barrels. I'll give you two for ten, all three. I'll give you 20. Dirty, dirty. Name the five states without a cracker barrel. Once again. Alaska. That's one. Hawaii. He's got two. He's got his ten points. Can he get one of the other three for 20? Maine. Oh! So close. It's on there. They got a Cracker Barrel in they Maine. They got a Cracker Barrel in Maine. I'm actually happy about that. Makes you feel good about Maine. Vermont? Got it. Vermont. Yeah, it was... I Maine or Vermont, I could see I it. Right. That was between the two. I just figure Vermont I mean, we were in Vermont. Like in if we had, it feels like a Cracker yeah, Barrel. We would have driven to one, though, when we were in the Northeast Kingdom. If we there was one, we would have driven to I would have driven to Montreal two hours to get one. one. I would have crossed the border to get to... The restaurants close at like 5 o'clock. They had and something the restaurants resembling are a Chinese restaurant. That, horrible. Wow. I was like, what you, whatever your definition of Chinese food is. I think that was like the I only mean. time I ever ordered food at well, a gas station. Well, you're a clean, up, well, you're you know. a clean plater. So, clean platers. You know. Clean platers. Come. Gotta, gotta the other two, uh, the least populated state in Wyoming. right? Wyoming mm-hmm. and not in Washington for some reason. And oh, I don't, I don't okay. know why. Good, good market expansion opportunity, folks. Uh, all right, Nick, here's my first uh, geography history question to you. What village in Somerset, King, uh, United Kingdom, gives its name to a famous cheese? Cheddar. Cheddar! That's right. <laughs> Cheddar in Somerset, My UK. favorite cheese. Ooh. Bothers me. It comes from England, but it is. It's yeah, my favorite it's like, cheese. I thought it was a place. Most people don't know that that's the name of a place. It's like weird when you hear that. Oh, yeah, it's the name of a place. I try Just to like support Chihuahua. the Wisconsin cheddar. Yes. That's what I try to support. Right. Yes, like, but, you know, Chihuahua. It's like, where do you live? Chihuahua. Where do you live? Cheddar. 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 <laughs> I got one more for you in geography history, but fire away, and then we'll do I got another bonus. I got another bonus question for you here. Ten like points bonus. each. Yeah. Gosh, I wanted, to actually, I wanted to actually do a little game kind of with you here on this one. Okay. Um, all right, sorry. Let's just, let's just see if this works. This might not work, but let's just try it. I'm going to go in order here with, with the presidents and see if you can name like, oh, where they're from. So George Washington, what state? Virginia. Great. John Adams. Massachusetts. Great. Jefferson. Virginia again. Madison. Also Virginia. Monroe. Also Virginia. Quincy Adams. 
also Massachusetts. Aha! No, Virginia. You're, no, 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 okay. you're right. You're right. Okay. But you've proven my point. Right. Now, the seventh U.S. president okay. is Andrew Jackson. I'll give you 10 points each for the two states that both claim Andrew Jackson as their native son. Tennessee? Nope. Virginia? Nope. Isn't that weird? We know every president up until Jackson, and then we don't know Jackson. But that was kind of the whole I, I, point of this. I thought it was... Uh, There's two states that claim them. I thought it was Tennessee for sure, but maybe I'm thinking of... So, Louisiana? He nope. Did the, he was famous for the Battle of New Orleans. That's why I'm associating with him. Yeah, he's the hero of Orleans or something, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. North and South Carolina. Oh! Both claim Andrew Jackson. But that's because funny because we know everyone Carolina up until that point. He, he was from Carolina. Right, so they both. But they say. both claim that he's from their, their area. Part. Yep. Right. Well, he were here for a long time. <laughs> then he went there. Well, I guess he was born close to the border, and they both were like, like, he's ours. Uh, we'll take him. All right. That's it. You got first Carolina president. Uh, Nick, a museum dedicated to what product exists in Austin, Minnesota? And I give the rest of the general. Uh, all right. I. I Scotch tape. If, if I give you this type of product, it almost gives it away. Scotch just, tape. That's a good guess. Okay. A museum dedicated to what pork product exists in Austin, Minnesota? Well, I mean, there's, there's multiple pork products, right. so it doesn't really give it away. Okay. So it gives you a fighting chance to... So if I'm thinking of Minnesota, I mean, it is bratwurst country. So I'm going to say sausages. Spam. Uh, the Museum of Spam exists in this country. Hormel. Where's yeah. Hormel based out of? I, I don't know, but I just know that the fact that there is a museum dedicated to spam makes me nauseous. I'm pretty sure Hormel is who we have to... Thank for spam? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Doesn't surprise me. There used to be a Hormel vending machine at Syracuse University that would, like, dole out dollar, like, beef mac and cheese. Pack. Hormel. Where did you say? Uh... Austin, Minnesota. Home of? Hormel. Hormel. <laughs> Headquartered in Hormel. There you go, folks. Now you know why there is a spam museum. All right. Uh, entertainment time? Entertainment time. I'll start you off. Uh, now, this is just such an iconic figure from uh, the early days of game shows, at least for when we were young. But I don't know if people remember the name of the show as much as the character. Can you tell me the game show that featured the whammy? Oh, yes. Um, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. No stop. It was called uh, Joker's Wild. I can't believe they haven't rebooted this show with an uh, iconic character such as the whammy. You can pick the big bucks, no whammies. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's, uh, it's such a... It's right on the top of my head. I, um, God, now I, I questioned myself when I said Joker's Wild. It's not Joker's Wild. They used to come right after it on the game show network. Uh it only aired three seasons, believe it or not. 761. Press your luck. Press your luck. There you go. Yeah. There's got to be a press your luck it like, reboot It was coming. like press your luck, followed by The Joker's Wild on especially, the Game Show Network. Especially they could give away stuff that are advertised in those little blocks. I mean, that, that just seems like a I remake like we need to make. Yeah, okay. That would be a good live version of uh, a show. Yeah. Gotta, yeah, gotta big whammy. bucks, no whammies. Big bucks, no whammies. All right, Nick. Uh, who was the star of the Death Wish series of films? Charles Bronson? Yeah. Ah. Old Chuck Bronson. I, uh, I, I remember, uh, remember the critic? Yeah. John Lovitz's fake cartoon? Yeah. So one, one of the fake movies he reviewed once, he goes, 
Uh, and when we come back, we're going to review Charles Bronson in Death Wish 7. And then it was just Charles Bronson, and he looks at the camera, and he goes, I wish I was dead. <laughs> just like an old just man. an old man. He's just like totally done with it. it was Death awesome. Wish 7. I wish I, was dead. I wish I was dead. That's genius. Shout out to Lovitz. That guy. Oh. All right. This one, will you know it? Will you remember it? And will you admit to knowing it? Oh, boy. It's a TV show. I have I can't a feeling. can't help but answer. I have I a feeling you were a fan of this show. Yeah, probably. It's called Small Wonder. Oh, yeah. Vicky? There's, <laughs> there's Vicky the, the robot? What's the name of the small little girl robot? Oh, okay. small I saw wonder. pretty much every episode of Small Wonder. Okay. <laughs> I had a feeling you Yeah, it was like... I'll do that one. It was a desperate attempt to try to, like, make America fall in love with, like, another Punky Brewster. Because, like, Punky Brewster was hugely successful. And then that came out, and it was basically the premise of this show was that this father was, like, an inventor, and he built a little girl who was a robot, right? So she would talk like robot, Vicky. Did she, like, live in the wall? I guess. It, it just, I don't know why it, I remember it's, something. It's, it's like all that. a blur, but it was, like, the, it's basically somebody pitched it in Hollywood. He's like, imagine if we took Alf, where everyone had to hide the secret, and combined it. With Punky Brewster, and everyone just loves her. And that's how we got that show. It was not a good show, by the way. No, Sm- no, small I, I've never heard anybody mention it. No. Or, or. That was like, it's a sick day. It almost sounds like an Edward Scissorhands thing. It's a sick day, the, the it's Nickelodeon, and they're running like 10 sitcoms in a row, and I, I'm getting 30 minutes of Small Wonder, and I don't have a choice but to watch it. Because right. <laughs> gotcha. There was it's no the, limited it's options. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's in, in that zone. world of whatever else. But yeah, there's no yeah, I still remember that, like the, the theme song to that for some strange reason. But it was not a good show. Um, all right, Nick. Uh, John Krasinski. You know him, right? I do. We talked about him last Quiet week. Place too. Married right. to Emily Blunt. Correct. Was an intern for what late night talk show host? Did you know this? John Stewart. Good guess. Conan O'Brien. Ah, uh, so, I know it. Yeah, he, uh, and they just joked that, like, apparently Conan had, like, a blow-up backstage one time at, like, Krasinski just because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he asked him, like, is this funny? He's like, yeah, I think that's a great joke. Was he at a sight line when he was trying it, to do a scene? Just, yeah, well, no, but yeah. With Ron yeah. Howard's daughter? I mean, for God's sakes! Are you a professional? Professional? Oh, walking around. So, so apparently, you're on Terminator Nine. He apparently, like pinned Krasinski against the wall. Was like, what the blank do you know? And then, like years later, realized like, oh, Oh, that guy's a threat. Super famous now. I don't remember that sometimes, oh. folks. Oh, they laughed. They had a good laugh <laughs> about it, but it was up against the wall. I couldn't tell if they like how far the joke was versus how far like Krasinski was trying to cover for Conan's, you know, bad temper and fakeness. Because you funny. know all those guys, like Casey Kasem, sweetest guy in the world on the air. You get those. What if does I that get another <laughs> blanking story about a good what am I making this story in a game? I love those. Like Bill O'Reilly blowing up backstage. My favorite. So, all right. Uh, end the show, Nick. Give me an entertainment question to to take us out on. I'll, I'll, I'll do it live. What, what does that mean, to take us out? What, what does that mean, play us out? What does that mean? To play us out. To play us out. Sting. Uh, uh, yes, uh, that's correct. We're going to play a Sting song at the end of the And thing. a track off of his new... Or and here's Sting with a track off his new album. There you go. All right, two for 10, all three for 20. 
Name for me the three Jim Carrey movies that were put out in 1994. In one year, he put out three movies. I can, I can got them. Okay, so Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Big hit. The Mask. Big hit. Dumb and Dumber. Imagine they were all in the same year. Yes. How did he do it? He, Best year of his life. Yeah, I mean, three I genius comedy movies. movies. You know what's All an hits. underrated movie of his that I didn't like at first, but I liked the second time I watched it? Cable Guy. Oh, yeah. That's, with, well, Matthew Broderick, Matthew Broderick carries, Broderick. carries that movie. It, totally, but yeah, like, I, mean, I don't know. There's there's something like very Matthew Broderick's just one of those that. guys that just never overdid it in movies, so whenever you yeah. see him, he's just so Awesome good. movie called The Freshman yeah, with Marlon Brando yeah. and, uh, and Bruno Kirby. Yes. I absolutely loved that movie as a kid. That movie I thought was so genius. It was like a spoof of Godfather. Right. You know, but it was. That was like, with the exotic animals? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. They, were, they, they all thought they were going to eat this iguana, but they were right. really just eating, like, you know, some bird that, you know, yeah, it's like it's chicken. It's a, some, some right. Kind of, it's like yeah. Cordish Hen. That's what it was. <laughs> that was like, Cordish Hen. Yeah, yeah. Cordish Hen. So. All right, folks, that does it for episode 210 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. For Nick, my name is Drew. We will see you next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Sweet.